Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Sugar Shane Caldwell, known as Detroit Sports Shane. How are you tonight, my man? I'm doing great. Yeah, we just uh, we got done watching the the NBA uh, slate for tonight, the Game Seven action. Uh, you know, literally lived up to the hype. Um, and as we kind of talked about on the podcast yesterday, I thought it was going to be really like a, a slow-paced, half-court, grinded-out game. And I kind of had a feeling these teams were going to start playing defense finally, which is what yeah. happened. They started really putting the clamps on on Conley and Murray. They were real physical with Murray, and it really threw those guys off their game. And Conley had a shot to win it at the end, and it was almost in, man. So it was the Jazz really fought, but I think Denver is – going to be the best team, especially if they got Gary Harris back. If they can get Will Barton back in the next series, they might be competitive. Uh, so I think that'll be interesting. That was, that was an exciting game. I mean, anytime, I mean, when you think about it, how often do you see a game seven where it comes down to a three-point shot at the buzzer down two to win or lose the series? I mean, you can't yeah. get more intense. And that sucker was about halfway down before it popped it out. It was. I think the defense in that game was the most impressive thing. The, the, it the, was. The, the effort in the fundamentals and the defense was just really good. And the, I, I was joking yesterday that the, the whole series has been Swiss cheese defense. And all of a sudden I, I said, they're going to turn the defense out. And they did finally. So, yeah, so it was, it was a nice battle there. It's fun. Fun to watch. I'll tell you that, I mean, we've seen some great basketball. I mean, all the distractions, the coronavirus thing, everything going on, they're in the bubble. I mean, we're still seeing fantastic basketball. I mean, I think, I mean, for me, I expected, I was just thrilled basketball is back, but I expected it to be a little touch and go, you know, they're rusty, they're, it's just an odd situation, but oh man, has it been good basketball. I mean, it's been terrific. So, and we're up, I mean, talking about that here, we, you know, we're, we're here uh, as we always are the night before uh, on, on uh, Tuesday night, we're talking about uh, the Wednesday slate for tomorrow, nine, two, and it is two incredibly difficult games and two super exciting games. You've got a monster pivotal game two of, you know, with Miami and Milwaukee after Miami knocked my uh, Milwaukee out in the first game. So that's going to be super intense. And then you've got a game seven again with uh, with Houston and OKC. So let's we are going to dive into this sucker. Uh, it is going to be a tough one. I'm just telling you right off the bat. This is a tough two games late, flat out. So let's dive in. Uh, before we do that, real quickly, our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. It is the place to go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. Go to mybookie.ag or dfscoachtalk.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and they will match your first deposit all the way up to 1000 bucks. And also TVG.com. It is the place to go for horse racing. And this coming Saturday is the Kentucky Derby, September Kentucky Derby. Very, very weird. But uh, definitely want to jump on. Uh, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. Click on the banner. You'll see a big flashing ban- banner there that says risk-free $300 bet. And uh, click on that. Sign up also with the promo code COACHTALK. All one word, no space. And you get a $300 risk-free derby bet for Saturday. So go get it. All right. 
We are diving in. Game one. It's a 6.30 p.m. game, so two great night games tomorrow. So fired up. Uh, 6.30 game, Miami Heat, who I picked to win this series against the Bucs. It's is, it is recorded before game one, you know, happened. But uh, I think the Bucs are going to come out really loaded for bear. I, this is going to be a great game. And Vegas thinks Milwaukee's still the team. They're minus five in this game. And the over-under is 221. So the, the million-dollar question, question, Shane, will start the whole podcast out with, yes, Giannis, or no Giannis? What's, what's the word? I'm on team Giannis. I'm on team yes Giannis today. And okay. that would have to put me pro, uh, probably on team no Harden. Uh, and I know that's a very difficult decision, but that's where I'm at. But I, I'm going to look at this game environment here. And I feel like Milwaukee is going to push the pace a little bit more in game two. They're going to try to get out and run and try to do what they do. They're the fastest paced team in the in the league. And they played down to Miami's slow pace. And they really got, you know, outplayed in that first game. So they got to change yeah. things up and make extreme adjustments, which being being a lot more aggressive, which means their leader, Antetokounmpo, is going to be the guy that's going to get aggressive and push the envelope here and get out and run more and it should mean more possessions and more productivity here. Uh, and if it stays competitive throughout, that means Antetokounmpo is going to get a full run with being more aggressive. Um, so, and I know some people are not wanting to pay up for him because the Bucks haven't been playing good in general. But, you know, if you have Eric Bledsoe out again, again, that's more shots for Antetokounmpo. That's that's more 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 usage for Giannis. So, And, and we're not sure on that news yet. Uh, the last yeah. check. Is it's 50-50. It's a hamstring, so it's not like you know, you can wrap, wrap an ankle or you know whatever the case may be. If if your hamstring is not feeling right, uh, it's impossible to run full speed. So, you know I, they're saying it's 50-50 still, Shane. But I'm yep. thinking more so that he's not going to play. That's just my gut feeling. But we have to watch that news throughout the day. Yeah, I think it's tough for a little explosive, smaller athlete guy like that just to come back from that hamstring that quick. Definitely. He really relies on that for his explosiveness and his agility. Uh, so I don't like him to, to initially get the full run here. I don't know if they're going to try to play him and give it a go, limited or not, but it's hard to trust Bledsoe. Of course, that puts George Hill into consideration. His price is still in that low $4,000 range. So yeah. uh, if he's going to get 30-plus minutes, I don't. I think he'll have a bounce-back game as well. Because, again, if they're going to pick up the pace, George Hill is going to be running the point a lot of the time or be in the shooting guard if, if Giannis is bringing the ball up or something like that. And he can hit some threes, get a lot of assists, you know, hopefully get some steals, that type of thing. So I like George Hill there. Uh, so, yeah, I looked at, for this to be a little bit faster-paced game, uh, then the last game uh, and then the, the game two that we're going to talk about is a game seven. So that's kind of like I was talking about with the Utah and Denver game. The defense really tightens up in those game sevens. So that might not be quite as good of a game environment, even though traditionally Houston is a really fast paced team with Westbrook in there. He had pick up the base. So anyways, back to the Miami game here. I think you got to like Gordon Dragic. Uh, if he's going to get, you know, 35 plus minutes, uh, you know, he's the veteran. They're tightening up the rotation. They're relying on those veterans and a good yeah. competition. And he's got a good matchup. You know, George Hill is a decent defender, but he's getting a little bit older now. So Dragic played great in game, in game one. And at $6,800 to $6,900 on DK, he's pretty tough to, to fade him. I think he's going to be highly owned, but I think you kind of eat the chalk there. Now, Jimmy Butler 
is priced up to $9,000 on FanDuel. So I don't think it's that bad of a strategy to, to fade him on FanDuel, especially if you're trying to pay up at other positions here. He's actually pretty reasonable on DK, though, at 8,300. So I look at uh, Jimmy Butler as probably a little bit better play, most likely on DK compared to FanDuel. Um, but yeah. you, you can play him on FanDuel because he still has that huge upside, and obviously he's coming off a monster game. Um, but you might be able to uh, take advantage of fading him if he has an off game in this next game here. So, uh, but yeah, I, I guess it just depends on your roster construction. But I think that he's a little bit expensive on FanDuel at nine thousand. Um, I do think it might be worth paying up for Adebayo. I don't think Milwaukee's very good at defending against centers underneath there. I know Brook Lopez is okay, but traditionally lately in the last like month or so, they haven't been that good at defending centers. They've been getting up quite a bit of production there. So I like paying about, you know, 8,000 on FanDuel, 7,900 on DK. I like Adebayo. Um, and I like Jay Crowder as a mid-range value guy. He's pretty much starting at power forward or small forward. He can kind of goes back and forth. And if he's going to get, you know, 35 minutes or so as well, uh, I think that he can produce, you know, at, at only forty six to forty seven hundred dollar range there. Um, so I like Jay Crowder because there's not a lot of great value that's going to get that type of minutes that it can produce. You know, Crowder again is another one of those guys who can get rebounds, steals. You know, he can shoot some threes. Uh, he's not a great scorer. I'm I'm a little nervous about Tyler Hero. I don't really like him in these tough physical playoff type games because he's a little bit you know smaller, kind of finesse type players the way I view him. So I don't really like Tyler Hero that much. On the Miami side. And then going back to the Milwaukee side, I think it's George definitely worth going back to George Hill if Bledsoe is out. I think you can, uh, Chris Middleton's going to be super highly owned. He's still pretty cheap on FanDuel at 7,500. That's almost too cheap. We're on DK's 8,100, a little bit more expensive. So I could, I, you, I could see someone fading him, you know, make the argument to fade him there. And I, I do like Brooke Lopez as well, 5,700 on FanDuel, 55 on DK. I think he's going to produce as well and going to have to yeah. step up in the scoring and hopefully he can actually get some more rebounds. He, you know, he's such a stretch center. He likes to just sit out there and shoot threes now that he needs to get yeah. more rebounds. That would be nice, but he can get some block shots and that type of thing. So I like him just because he's still cheap and he does have pretty good upside. And then as we discussed, as of right now, which things could change tomorrow as we dig into this slate even more, because the slate doesn't tip off until 6 30 PM. But as of Right now, I like onto uh, Giannis here. I like onto the Kumpo as the as the pay up guy here, uh, depending on your roster construction. So that's kind of where I'm at with this game so far. Yeah, you know, it, like I said, man, I, I I think you made some great points there. You know, there are a few things. Uh, let me go th- through some of the stuff I feel pretty good about anyway. Uh, for me, the the first step is if Bledsoe Bledsoe is ruled out. Uh, then I'm going to plug Hill in. I think you have to play him uh, based on the amount of minutes and opportunity they'll get. And in cash games, which, you know, is my thing, uh, even if you have him as a blocker, you just, I think you have to have him in there. If Bledsoe does play and tries to give it a run, he'll obviously uh, not be playable because he can tweak the hammy in a second. He'll certainly be restricted on minutes. Uh, And if, you know, but if he is going to give it a go, that will eliminate Hill for me. So I'm hoping Bledsoe doesn't play uh, just to get that one value play in there. It helps definitely with roster construction. So that that point is pretty easy for me. Uh, I know Middleton's breaking out of his slump. He, he had a really good game the last go around. But, you know, Butler is guarding him. I was correct about the fact that Butler would try to 
lock him down. It's just Middleton was hot. He, he outplayed him. Uh, well, Butler did great offensively, but he didn't get the stops on Middleton uh, like I anticipated. So uh, I think Butler, you know, he continues to rise up to the challenge here defensively. And I just think at the at the price tag for Middleton uh, at 8100 uh, on DraftKings is is definitely too high. 7500 is tempting on FanDuel, but I do believe Butler, you know, can can go at him a little bit and and slow him down. Uh, I don't think he hits as many shots. He had some balls bounce his way. He had some putback baskets. It was just, you know. I think more of a ceiling against Butler than than he's capable of. So I'm going to fade that play. Um, as far as uh, the other uh, Milwaukee guys, you know, I, I have no problem if you do uh, want to pay down and go with Brook Lopez at 5,500. I mean, he's going to get shots. Uh, you know, just being out there a decent amount, he'll get some rebounds and and probably uh, a block or two. So, you know, I think Milwaukee or uh, Brooke is a, a solid option for the Bucks here uh, to to fill out a roster because the center position, you know, you've only got a couple of choices. So, uh, but you got to yeah, especially on FanDuel, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's it becomes real tough on FanDuel in these two game slates. There's no doubt about it. So, you know, so Lopez, I believe, is a, is a good option. Uh, the rest of the Milwaukee group, I just I'm not a big fan of trying to play roulette with you know who of those guys is going to have a decent game. Uh, you know I think they'll all pitch in, but not enough to make my DFS uh, roster, especially cash lineup. Uh, now it comes to that back down to Giannis, and I I am I'm going to agree with you here, and I'm going to go with Giannis as well, and. You know, if you, if you look at a couple of days ago, we had a fantastic night and uh, really did well. Uh, and I faded Giannis, Harden, and Westbrook. I faded all three of them. Went for that medium build with guys like Butler and Paul and Bam, and they all smashed. So it was a wonderful strategy, but everything's changed. And I know I, I sound like a broken record with this same thing, but it's amazing how much one day changes a slate. And, and the scenario, you take a look at, uh, you know, two days ago and my reasoning. It was game one. I thought Giannis was off a little bit. I felt like Miami was going to win this series. And I thought they'd come out and try to pop Giannis in the mouth and just hold him down a little bit, which they did a decent job of. He was in a little foul trouble. He got a little flustered. But I, this game's completely different. It's game two. Milwaukee does not want to go down 0-2. And I think Giannis uh, comes out more focused. I think he gets a little bit extended run because there's no way they want to go down 0-2. And, uh, I, you know, I think you saw a floor game for him last time out. So I just feel like I know 11-4 uh, on, on DraftKings is a hard pill to swallow and 11-5 on FanDuel. But, you know, it's going to come down pretty much for every, everybody's going to have to make the decision. Team Giannis or Team Hard, and it's that simple. you got to play one of these guys. I don't see a lineup that you can build if you play both, unless you're really, really digging uh, at the bottom of the barrel 
uh, for your last few guys. So I'm I'm with you, man. I'm I believe Giannis steps up. You know, I'm talking seventy some uh, fantasy point kind of night, and I just think he's going to be a necessity in your cash games. Uh, you know, you don't want to sit there after this game. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're saying, oh, my God, I got to get 85 fantasy points from Harden to catch up and, you know, and make uh, that difference with, you know, what Giannis did. So I think it's I think he's a great play. I think Middleton reducing a little bit. If Bledsoe sits again, again, the onus falls on on Giannis's shoulders. And uh, if he gets the ball in the open court, just face it, you can't stop the guy. So I think they'll try to get it to him in space more than they did the last time. And I think uh, he's a great place to start. So, uh, you know, as far as the Miami side goes, you know, I think Butler also had somewhat of a ceiling game and his salary just went up too much for me to even consider. Dragic at that price, the minutes he's getting and how well he's playing is a great play. Uh, I'm with you on the ancillary guys. And you know me, I'm a huge Tyler Hero fan. But right now, they're they're sort of divvying that up between Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn's back in the mix, and then you have Hero. You know, they're bringing uh, Iguodala and different guys off the bench. So there's a lot of minutes being eaten by a lot of players there, and that's by Spolstra's design. So I don't want to dig in on any of those guys. Uh, I do agree with you, uh, and we're pretty much on the same page here, but I think Crowder is another good consideration, again, because they need his defensive presence and his uh, you know, physicalness out there. So I think uh, he is certainly a guy uh, that is priced right. You know, 4600 uh, on DraftKings you know, really allows you some flexibility. Uh, for sure, and he's 4,700 on FanDuel. So I'm with you on that play. You know, Bam is going to be the question mark for me. I haven't made the decision yet on, you know, I'm going to go one of two ways. I'm either going to roster Lopez, use that salary in the Houston game, or I'm going to sit Lopez and go up to Bam and uh, have to go with a little more value on that secondary play in the second game. So uh, tune in on Twitter. Uh, follow us there. You can follow us at DFS Coach Talk. All of us post on there. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at D-E-T Sports Shane, and Andrew is at Language Olympic. Or jump in our Discord. Uh, this is a great time to become a member of DFS Coach Talk. Today, uh, which it's actually the second now, it's so late, but uh, yesterday, technically six minutes ago, uh, we launched our fall special that runs from September 1st to the end of December. Uh, so you get four months. It's our football uh, special that we're running, and it's $199, and it gets you full access to everything. We don't just offer one sport. We give you everything that we offer full discord, all of our lineups, everything that we provide. So uh, this is a great time to do it. If you jump in tomorrow, you get all this NBA action. We're absolutely blistering hot in Major League Baseball. We had uh, uh, our my man uh, Ozuna go three homers tonight. That was really cool. Uh, so you can catch all of that stuff and then be locked in for 
for football, which you know that nine days from right now, Mr. Shane, is the start of football. Do oh, you realize that? Nine oh, yeah. days. <laughs> I'm excited. It's, it's craziness. So so join yeah. us. Go to DFS Coach Talk. If you only want to sign up for a week, just sign up for a week to try us out. I think you'll love it. Uh, we have a great, great group of guys in there. So, uh, you know, catch that. Jump in. And, you know, I'll be sharing that information in Discord on this BAM versus Lopez decision. And it will domino affect uh, two other plays for me. So definitely join us in there. All right. We go on to game number two. Game number two is the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, and the Houston Rockets. Game seven, the winner goes on and the loser goes home. The Rockets are a five and a half point favorite. And mybookie.ag's updated over under on this game is 218 and a half. So two and a half points less than the first game. But I know you've scripted this to be similar to this game seven we saw tonight. Uh, so uh, let, let me hear what you got on this Thunder Rockets game. Obviously, no Harden for either one of us, which is painful. Yeah, I think that in terms of the game environment, it this series in the last two games has been a pace up, uh, which is normal for Houston, once uh, Russell Westbrook came back. West, Westbrook does really push the pace, and he really affects the entire game environment. So it is a good game environment in terms of pace, but I feel like, that it's going to be more uh, – they're going to play a lot tougher defense here, and they're going to really try to take some of these superstars, including Harden, out of it more. Uh, so I think that in a game seven, things are going to tighten up, and you will see a little bit more half-court play, even though Westbrook is going to push push the pace a little bit more. It's not going to be, you know, bad defense with the high pace, like which would be the ideal fantasy environment. So, right. so the environment is kind of neutral because of those things. Uh, where the first game, I think it is a, they are really tough defensive teams, but I think Milwaukee's really going to push the pace and it's going to be a little bit more open uh, with the way that game's going to go. So, uh, but yeah, this is still a really good a really good game to target. I like some of the value guys here probably more than paying up, especially if we're not paying up for Harden. Uh, yeah. Some of the mid tier and value guys. So, Chris Paul is played excellent. I mean, he really showed his veteran presence and just was just a complete technician it's that last incredible. game. Incredible. Brought them back and saved their 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 season, really, so that uh, they could go to game seven. So you really can't discount uh, Chris Paul. The problem is he's 8,200 on FanDuel and DraftKings, yeah. and with your roster construction, can you get that to him at 8,200? And he's not the type of guy – he is such a distributor and pretty unselfish. He had, he kind of had to take that game over last game, but I think he'll try to get other people involved. So for that reason, I don't think it's worth paying up for 8,200 uh, for Chris Paul, even though he's obviously a great, he's probably a better real life player than a fantasy player. You know, that's yeah. the thing about Chris Paul. Uh, I do like uh, for OKC. I do like Dennis uh, Schroeder here. Dennis yeah. Schroeder is only $6,000 on FanDuel and $6,400 on DraftKings. And I think that he had kind of a poor shooting game the last game. And I think they're going to look for him to score more. Where last game, uh, Gallinari was kind of getting off and got hot scoring. I think that they're going to look for Schroeder to get hot here again. And I think that he's going to have a score quite a bit and, and fill up the stat sheet. So I like him, especially at that price. Uh, mm -hmm. Steven Adams is in that $5,500 range. I don't know that I love Steven Adams. You know, he's decent, but it just seems like 
it's not that great when they're playing small ball. I think one strategy is you can go down there and get him in the post, and I think that works, but it just doesn't seem to consistently work enough with this more fast-paced small ball type environment. So I don't love Steven Adams. I'd probably rather go to Adebayo or Brooke Lopez here. Uh, and then you have uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander, SGA. He didn't really look great last game, and he's $7,100. So I don't really see him breaking out and having a ceiling game here. So, so you know, it's possible, but I'm not really loving him. And I'm not really trying to uh, go back on the recency bias of Gallinari here and try to jump on the Gallinari bandwagon at that $6,000 range. Uh, there is a value play in uh, Darius Baisley. Uh, he was another one of those kind of guys in the, the bubble play-in games who was kind of a star when he got run super athletic. He can score. Yeah. He can do a little bit of everything. He's really lengthy, and he's definitely explosive. And he's only 3600 on FanDuel or 3900 on DK. So if you absolutely need to go down to value there, he's been getting some minutes and, you know, and can, and can produce in the short amount of time if he gets like 20 minutes. And it looks right. like they do, especially with this being small ball and him being more quick, you know, kind of a fast uh, paced kind of a guy. So I like Baisley as a value play if you need that type of value. And then on the Houston side, I think we're still, at least I am still on fade Russell Westbrook mode. He's 8,800 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DK. And it's really hard to pay around 9,000 for him when he doesn't seem to show the ceiling. Uh, we were talking earlier, and I look at Westbrook as a guy who really excels on athleticism and his conditioning. And I don't feel like he has that right now. You know, he's right. not getting any younger. Um, I don't think he's running at full capacity in terms of his conditioning and his athleticism right now. And that's what he relies on because it's not like he's a lights out shooter. Um, right. So because of that, I don't think he's worth paying up for James Harden. I think would be a great play, but if you're trying to play onto the Kumpo, you're probably not going to be able to play Harden. Harden is still capable of taking over the game and having a good game, but I feel like the, the usage and the distribution of shots is a little more spread out now because uh, you got Eric Gordon taking shots um, you got a lot of other guys taking shots here, so including Westbrook, who's handling the ball more. So that's why I don't like Harden quite as much, even though he's still a decent play. Uh, I really do like Robert Co Robert Covington here. He seems to be playing a little bit better now, and he's still in that $6,000 range. Um, so I think Covington is a, definitely a great play. You can even take a look at P.J. Tucker at center because he's only $4,800 on FanDuel and $4,500 on DK. P.J. Tucker seems to be playing pretty good. You know, let's see how many of those corner threes he can hit. He sits over in that corner and just drills those threes all day. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you have to leave him wide open because you got to try to stop Harden in the lane, right, yep. in Westbrook. So he just Amazing. sits over in that corner. And so, but he gets a lot of, you know, rebounds and defensive stats because he's oh, pretty he's, much there. He's such yeah. a scrap, man. And he's small. He's so yeah. small. It's amazing. He's strong. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. He's not that big, but he's strong, him and Covington. And then uh, Daniel House has been playing pretty good, too. He's $5,000 on both sides. You know, if he gets up plus 30 plus minutes at 5,000, I think he's he's playing pretty good. So I don't mind Daniel House. I don't know if he's going to be a core play, but I, but I don't mind him. Um, and that's I mean, that's kind of where I'm at here. Uh, maybe you have some other guys that, uh, here or maybe you kind of agree with some of these. But what are you thinking for the OKC Houston game here? Summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back. Relax and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. 
Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000, plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Well, I, we're more on the same page tonight, uh, you know, than we have in a long time. I think our, our lineups are going to be pretty darn similar. I really do. Uh, I, I like a, a ton of your takes here. I agree with you on, I think Westbrook probably came back too soon. I don't think he's right. He's, I don't think he's 100%. Uh, it is a game seven. He's going to get out there for a lot of minutes. And the amazing thing is we spent most of the season before the, the shutdown uh, of Harden and Westbrook being about the same price. And it's just mind-bending to me to look at DraftKings and Westbrook is $2,300 cheaper than Harden. You got Harden at 11-2 and Westbrook at 8-9. So, I mean, for the Westbrook fans that think he's got something to, you know, to prove, I'd say go for it. I just don't feel comfortable. You know, I, he was an easy fade for me in the first two games, but the last two games, I mean. But this game, I, I you know, he's Westbrook. I'm sure he's going to show up. But, you know, still 8,900, it's not, you know, it's super value. So I'm not going to go there. I don't, again, I don't think he's 100% either. He did have an atrocious game the last time out. But, uh, you know, he's going to have the ball. He's, he's certainly going to do some good things. But I'm not going to go that direction either for basically the same reason you're not. I think Paul is priced up too high at 82 on DraftKings. Uh, and on FanDuel, he's up to uh, 82 as well. Yeah, and I just not real comfortable with that. I think that last game was his ceiling game. He was awesome, no doubt about that. But I just don't want to go there. I think the easy plays to me that make the most sense, and I'm with you, you know, I'm, I'm going to probably go from Paul down to Dragic, especially if I – you know, use BAM in that first game, I'm going to need that salary back, uh, you know, with Dragic over Paul. I think Schroeder's a great play at 6,400. You know, he, he this last game, he definitely had an off game, and then he was thrown out of that game before, which was ridiculous. I think he's been their go-to scorer. Uh, I don't like Shea at all at 7,100. You know, he had he's had a terrible series. Game five, he turned it around a little bit. But in game six, they opened up with Westbrook guarding Shea, which it was like death to Shea. I knew he was in deep trouble, and he had a horrible game. So I think they'll continue to try to shut him down. But Schroeder is explosive off the bench. I think he's a great play. Um, I like Covington over Gallinari. Gallinari, they're similar prices. And, you know, I've had Covington and Gordon – this will be the seventh game in the series I've had both guys. I don't think they've missed value. I think Covington did maybe in game two, but I think they both made value. Now, they both, you know, eased up in pricing uh, the whole way, but they both just done a great job. So I love uh, both of those guys again. So my Houston exposure is going gonna, is, is gonna to be Covington and Gordon. And then on the OKC side, you know, I just I think that the Schroeder is the, a strong play, and then 
you know, I'm deciding whether or not I need to go down to either Dort or Baisley. Uh, you have Dort at 4,000 and Baisley at 3,900. I know Dort can't shoot everything else, but he hustles his tail off. He gets some rebounds and putbacks and a few blocks and everything. And they're going to have him out there guarding Harden a lot because he physically can at least match up to him. So, you know, either way, I, you know, I've been a big Baisley guy all along because I think just I think he's going to be a really good player down the road. And they're starting to trust him a little bit more uh, in there, you know, to, to get some stuff done, uh, you know, in the paint. And he can square up and shoot the three. So, you know, I Dort or Baisley, one or the other, I think is playable if you need that value. Uh, and that's going to be about it. You know, my exposure on the big salaries are going to be more so in that first game. And then I'm going to try to even it out with uh, a couple of the secondary players uh, from both of these teams. But I think Schroeder could be the top score, DFS score in this game uh, overall for OKC. And I think he could be a difference maker. So I'm definitely high on him. And I think he's got something to prove. And I think he steps up uh, and has a good one. So you know, that gives gives you an idea of my roster construction and sort of the way I'm looking at it. Um, again, a few decisions need to be made that, that could pivot a guy or two, but uh, it's a tough slate. I mean, these two games, when you're talking about a game two where Milwaukee feels like they've got to win it and you, a game seven flat out, uh, I think, you know, that's where uh, you've got some tough decisions there. But it's going to be a fun slate, and they're going to be great games to watch. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at. Did, I guess I'm trying to figure out: Is OKC trust uh, Baisley, a young guy like that, in a game seven? He's gotten 25 and 22 minutes the last two games, and he's had on Fanduel 27 and 22 fantasy points on Fanduel which would make him in a smash spot at only $3,600 on I think they do. And game. here's the reason why I think that. When he comes into the game, this last game, he made a marked difference when he came in. Their, their speed went up. Their athleticism went up. And let's face it, when they have Dort and Adams and some of these guys that are clunky out there, they need somebody to spread the floor and, and move the ball. And he was, he definitely made a difference. And I guarantee you that uh, Donovan goes to him a, a decent chunk here. I really do. Especially because since the pace is higher with Westbrook in there now. Exactly. And he's got, you, you need that athleticism. And here's the other thing. When you're a rookie like that, you know, if, if the pressure's not on you, like Shea came into this, they needed him to be like, be their top scorer. And that's a lot of pressure for a young guy that's never been in that position. But when you're like a Baisley, you're coming off the bench, anything you give is a bonus, you just play free. And that's how he's playing. He's just coming in and just going. And I think that uh, in the sense of him being younger, that will be you know beneficial for him. He's not going to overthink it. He's just going to come in, run the floor, and be athletic. So. Yeah. If he gets over 20 minutes again, yeah, he's way too cheap, you know, and that's that allows you to get up to onto the Kumpo, but still have some other solid plays and not have to go too crazy on the other value spots. So I think Baisley could be a pivotal pivotal play here if we feel like he's going to get the minutes again. And I'll tell you uh, what I have found to be the trend, and again, every slate is completely different, but slate trend is 
if you try to pay up for three guys like the in the top seven or whatever that are really expensive and you're forced to to buy down on at least two guys that you're just desperate for them to get 15 or 20 fantasy points uh it's it's not working out too well but if you if you can just pay up for one specific guy in particular in that top seven like for example i'll just tell you right now in DraftKings, you have the top seven Giannis, harden westbrook butler paul and middleton i'm not going to anybody but Giannis there and that that's my reasoning is i want to have that medium build with all the guys that I can afford now in the middle, like the Bams and Dragic and Covington and Gordon. So this way you're not, because there's going to be guys, I guarantee you, there's going to be guys that try to force in uh, Giannis and Westbrook or Harden and Butler and Paul, and they're going to have to fill out their their lineups with House, uh, Duncan Robinson, you know, uh, Dort, Baisley and make you know all of a sudden two or three guys of the of them have to come through for you and you know you got to look at yes I get it the guys I mentioned Giannis Harden was those guys could get 70 fantasy points but let's say you get two of them in your lineup they both score 70 but you get two guys like a Dort and uh, you know uh, somebody else Olenek or somebody that somebody's going to try to get a value play on and they both get 10. I mean, it just completely destroys your 70. So, you know, don't be afraid for that medium build. I mean, I, I've had some really good success with it. I, I contemplated fading Giannis and Harden and going with that full medium build. But just in a game two that Milwaukee has to win and in a game seven with Harden, I mean, you got to roster one of those dudes. I mean, I, I would assume they're both going to smash, but... You can you can overcome one of them smashing that you don't have, but you could never overcome both. Yeah, you're gonna need those raw points, even if they you know don't always hit the smash value on eleven thousand five hundred dollars. But you're gonna need that sixty-five point to seventy point you know raw points at some point. But you can't also have duds in your value spots no. as well. So you got to pick the right guys that could have a role and that are fitting the 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 pace of the game and, you know, the strategy of the game of what we think these coaches are going to do and what the game environment is going to do. So like, like, you know, we brought up the Baisley example. This could be a faster paced game with Westbrook in there um, and that Baisley has been getting more run and, and looked good in that environment. So, so that yeah. looks good, you know? So, yeah. So I think that, I think we have some, some good, uh, good things to start with here with the slate. And uh, I think that it's, it's going to be a good slate for us to gain an edge here. And, and remember, you know, you got to follow us tomorrow on Twitter or become a member, jump in Discord. Uh, there's no doubt that Bledsoe news is going to make things change for me because if I'm plugging Hill in, it opens some things up. If not, then it shuts things down a little bit on a few areas. So we need to follow that news. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, do us a huge favor. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little alarm there that's going to let you know when our podcast post uh, that really helps us out tremendously on YouTube. So we bring these to you seven days a week in front of the paywall, uh, and we're going to you know break things down as much as we possibly can. Uh, but we definitely really appreciate um, uh, when you when you give us that thumbs up. If you're listening to us audio wise uh, on any you know where everywhere podcasts can be found. 
We're on uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podbean, iHeart, Stitcher, you know, we're everywhere. So uh, if you do have a chance to see us or listen to us, I mean, on any of those, uh, and you can give a quick thumbs up or a quick five star and uh, a couple of word, uh, you know, good job or, or we love you know love the info we really really appreciate that as well again all of those th things help with the algorithm to help move us up and search uh you know when people are searching for dfs type of uh, content so we do really appreciate that we'll be announcing tomorrow on the show live uh the winner of our contest for the itunes posts so we've already we've got a good pool that we're going to draw that uh, out of a randomizer to see who wins the one month membership. So definitely join in tomorrow. Um, I want to thank our two sponsors, mybookie.ag uh, and tvg.com. You can go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, and use the code pro, uh, Coach Talk, no space, uh, all one word, and you get fantastic offer from both of them. You can also uh, see us on Instagram, DFS underscore Coach Talk. Um, and obviously, hopefully you're watching us here on YouTube. If you want to go back, and I want to mention this again today, being that it's, you know, nine days till the NFL, we've done a, a, a podcast on every NFL team as a preview. And it's in our library. Uh, just go to DFS Coach Talk on YouTube and you'll see our library. The guys did a fantastic job. The only one I got to do was the Cowboys. So you want to listen to that one first. But uh, <laughs> uh, they're all there and they're great. Uh, you know, the guys do a great job. So, all right, man, I think we can wrap this sucker up. I'm excited for these two games tomorrow, though. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. A game seven plus like an awesome Eastern Conference battle between these two teams. And uh, it's just real, it's really exciting to have these two games. Uh, it's kind of nice just to have two games in terms of the viewing. Just, you know, you kind of just watch those two games at night and how competitive they are. And, you know, and it, it's just really it's really fun to have, uh, you know, we, we went a long time without sports. So <laughs> to, to have these games at the highest competition and so many stars and being and so much at stake uh, it's very exciting you know it, so. it really is and I, by the way i think we look pretty darn dapper today with our matching gray hats and the matching oh, yeah. coach talk black polos look at that we yep. we got the memo tonight for sure we're ready yeah and adult, to anyone out there you definitely want to sign up now because we're we're on fire with all the sports we're doing now but once nfl starts it's going to be we're going to add another thing there where Andrew and I are going to be crunching it and, and putting out so much awesome content and lineups on uh, for all slates in NFL. And we we've already done so much research and we're doing a lot of research now. And it's going to be really good uh, for NFL, which is, you know, the most popular fantasy sport. So definitely get in, get in the action right now and be, uh, join a member. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com because you're going to have access to NFL, NBA PGA, MLB, everything all at once for one low price. So you're going to want to get in on the action because it's going to be awesome. It is, man. This is fantastic to go from no sports a short time ago, having to get up in the middle of the night to do a little KBO. And now yep. we've got all these main sports going at the same time. This is this is so much fun, man. I just hope everything, everybody stays safe. I hope they're able to continue to pull it off, you know, health-wise for everybody 
you know, so far we're knock on wood, we're, we're going okay. So we got to keep it going that direction. But all right, man, I uh, appreciate it. Great, uh, great job. Excited for tomorrow. Uh, I think we had a lot of similar takes. So, you know, hopefully that gives everybody a foundation to build off of. Um, and, uh, and then just, you know, follow us, like I said, tomorrow, do the process where you check out the pod, uh, follow us on Twitter and in discord, and then make sure you're with us the final 30 minutes before lock, because, you know, news like Bledsoe, we may not get until that final 30 minutes, you know, it may be game time, true game time decision. He may go through warmups, et cetera, and we don't want another Porzingis type situation. So, you know, be with us all the way up until lock. So we uh, we put the best and most competitive lineup out there for you. All right, my man, I appreciate it. Great job. Uh, remember, our charity of choice here is MambaOn3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. It is a wonderful charity set up by the Bryan family. All right, we will catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow is our doubleheader Wednesday. We have a PGA podcast. For the big final, the final 30, uh, going to Atlanta for the PGA. So that's really exciting. Uh, We'll be doing that tomorrow. And then, of course, our normal seven-day-a-week NBA podcast. So appreciate everybody spending some time with us. Stay safe and healthy out there. And uh, for my entire DFS Coach Talk team here, uh, especially uh, Sugar Shane Caldwell and Andrew Hansen, I am Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.